Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. It is Monday at uh, 4 p.m. EDT, and we are live on the air with Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Hope everyone is doing good. Um, we are revolutionaries, and we are, I don't know what, building the workplace improvement revolution. Yes, we are. Um, it's not easy. One brick at a time. Right, and we need you guys, okay? The mission of Corporate Talk is to do everything in our power, collaboratively, to simply make the workplace better, Right. Um, our companies need us now more than ever, so let's give them our A-game. The world needs us now more than ever. The world needs us now more than ever. Um, how are you, E? I am well. Thank you, Charles. You know, we've been having some fantastic guests on. I mean, I, I, I'm just so grateful, um, and we're learning so much, and we're getting great feedback, so keep it coming, ctradioinfo at gmail.com. Um, and today we have... A fantastic guest that we're going to bring on in a second, um, another revolutionary, which we'll discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I guess one of the challenges we have is, you know, with all of the media hoopla and everything that's going on, you know, we need to stay calm and grounded, right? Yes, we do. Because when we get angry, our logic is tainted. <laughs> What do you think? Yes. Yes. Um, and I, it just seems so easy for everybody to turn. We need to just calm down. I think that's absolutely key, and I know that's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. It is. Um, well, okay, so um, once again, we, we do take pride in our guests. We, we also take pride that we meet 99% of our guests. Yes. And this one is no exception. And I have some... Uh, memories from this guest. I know it's been a while and I'll share when we introduce. So, um, I'm hoping that we're here. So, Phil McCumber, are you with us? I am. So, first off, did I get your name pronunciation correct? Phil Maycumber. Yep. Phil Maycumber. And, um, okay. So, Phil, welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And I don't want to try to explain what your what your mission is on my own. I would rather you explain it. So why don't you just share that first with us? Sure. Um, you know, one of the reasons I was so looking forward to our conversation today is because of your focus on making a difference in the workplace and how one person can really be a catalyst for change. And, you know, way back in 1988, I completed a fellowship at Johns Hopkins Hospital in the field of education, and I can say that many of the same problems that existed way back then continue to exist in our system of education today, sad to say. And regardless of the year on the calendar or the postal code of the location, and I think that we make it way too hard 
And part of my mission is to be a catalyst in change for education to say that we don't need to accept things the way they are if they're not working. Hmm, interesting. So, no, it's really cool. And I remember when we met, right, we, we met at a summit and you were explaining what you do. And it took me a few seconds and um, then I get it. And I'm saying, wait a minute, you're trying to change basically the, the education system for the better in your own way. And it was just, I said, mm-hmm. wow. It's unbelievable. So I, I do. I remember our meeting um, because in a way it is similar. I'm trying to change the workplace, right? So we're on the same page. But um, this, you call it the cure for the common core. So what exactly do you mean by the common core? Well, there's this thing in American education right now called the common core standards, which started off as this wonderful and noble idea. And Basically, it's the idea that all children in schools should not just have this common body of knowledge, but more specifically a common skill set, regardless of where they live. So if you had a child in Ohio, for example, that moved to Pennsylvania or to Vermont, they would really be held to the same set of educational standards, and they would go into a classroom and basically be doing very similar things. And, you know, there's some merit to that, right? So if somebody moves, the thinking, I guess, was that the children can blend right into the classroom, right where they left off, where they used to live. Right. It makes sense. So I could see the logic early on about that. But So go ahead. Yeah. And, you know, this very noble idea became very problematic because Mm -hmm. many people find that there's a great deal of confusion at what I say is at the core of the common core. And here's the two problems. Uh, The first is teachers have felt that they're not really equipped to teach these skills necessarily with their workloads in the school systems. And then the second problem is because we're increasing inclusion of our children in special education much more in the general classroom, which I'm very much in favor of. I am now finding that many of these classroom teachers do not know how to reach and teach the Common Core standards to this population at all, and they really need a lot of support for this. So I basically have been brought in to help teachers learn how to instruct these children in special education in this skill set in the general ed classroom because my role initially was uh, in the field of special education. And then I also was called upon to improve communication and collaboration between all team members, because that's where it's at, right? When, when you say all team members, what are you, who are you referring to? The classroom teacher, the principal, the parents, definitely. The special educators, the supporting team members that are in the classroom, the music teacher, the art teacher. So bringing everybody onto the same page so the other person knows what the other is doing. Uh, You know what? I I get it. I think it's uh, (laughs) I'm really charged. Right. I remember um, when my my guys were in high school, we heard things like, well, you know, 98% or 95% of everybody's somewhere in the middle. You have a small percentage that's ahead of everybody and a small percentage that's behind everybody. But for the most part, we have to develop a comprehensive education system for the majority. 
But now, um, I guess that's showing some holes, right? And especially, I agree to include the uh, special ed. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say enough about that. Uh, but how do we how do we educate the educators? Because I guess that's part of your mission, right? Well, it is. You know, we need to be able to support our direct teaching staff with how to impart this common skill set to not just our general education students, but also our special education students, from gifted to special needs and every student in between, so to speak, and open lines of communication up between teachers and therapists and special ed staff and administrators and of equal importance, the parents. And as part of this initiative since 2010, when the PACT framework that I've authored uh, was published in the first book called The Power of the PACT, teachers were thrilled with learning some of these special education strategies of how to include these children in their general studies classrooms. But the big surprise was that they came to me and said, wait a minute here, Phil, the strategies that you're giving me here to use with our special education population are also working really well with all the students in the classroom. And after seeing this work effectively team after team after team to bridge the gap, so to speak, between Mm -hmm. special ed and general ed, people started calling this initiative the cure for the common core because it can work with every type of student at any grade level. Um, That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, This is big. It is big because how, um, and I know that we, you can't explain it in the next um, two minutes, especially in the next even hour, but it seems counterintuitive to say that you can teach all these different students with the same type of approach. And so how does it work that it can work across all these different needs? Well, you know, the PACT is a four-step roadmap for teaching anything, like we just talked about. And these four steps are the vital four components of the Common Core Standards. And they're simple. Learn about it, read about it, write about it, and talk about it. That's all you have to do. And as educators, it's so important that we do these things in this order based on the longstanding research of how our brain works, which is basically teach an understanding of the content before you test what was learned. And Mm -hmm. this really helps students succeed. So what the teachers are doing, regardless of subject or topic of study, is they're walking their students through learning about it, reading about it, writing about it, and talking about it. But what's different is that they're doing it in a way that any student feels anchored with the how to do it part because they're picking consistent teaching activities regardless of what the subject is so that when they put a teaching activity in front of that student, the student focuses really on what they're learning and not how does the activity work. You know, I was working with a math teacher, uh, and trust me, math was Mm -hmm. not my big subject in school. And so I was consulting with this eighth-grade math teacher, 
And she said to me, you know, Phil, I attended one of your public speaking events and I heard you talking about the importance of consistency, that we use the same activities over and over again from an array of creative ones so the students don't get bored. And I was thinking back to last week when I was teaching a math lesson and I had 50 minutes to do math with my eighth graders. And they ranged from gifted to severe disabilities. And it took me 70% of that block to just explain what the activity was. And we didn't even get to the math part yet. Mm -hmm. And that spoke to her as a teacher. And that was just one example. Um, And the beauty of it is that, like, teachers can come up with their own creative teaching activities. So we're not really being prescriptive with how they should be teaching it. But once they decide how to teach it on their own, then they use these activities over and over again. You know, it's kind of like us waking up with our job and saying, okay, we have a structure for our day. And that structure helps us achieve, right? And Mm -hmm. so this type of structure is helping students not only meet the Common Core standards, but also to really have true retention of the information, you know, kind of like not vomit copy or regurgitation of information. It really has meaning to them, and it, they retain it, and they can apply it to the real world, which really is what the Common Core initially was all about. Um, I, I like it because it's a shared leadership model, especially when you talk about, you know, the the students are all basically learning together, and the the administration and the teachers and everybody else is all included in the educational team. So that I love, um, but I have like a million questions, you know, like (laughs) how do you keep the pace the same? And, um, you know, uh, we'll have to maybe go into this a little more when we come back from the break. One of the things I would um, love to see change someday is the term gifted. Um, uh, early on, when I was in school, the special ed wasn't really called special needs. I mean, um, that was named afterwards, I think, uh, to be politically correct or something. But the gifted, you know, I mean, they get, they get the, the top billing. So um, I think maybe we should evaluate that a little more, too. But that's just me. Um, Phil, um, I don't know what compelled you to go into this. This is a phenomenal product that you've developed. We want to learn more about the pact and how it applies, um, how you came up with it, and so on and so on. So please, everyone, stay with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva and our very special guest, Phil Macomber. We will be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company but not at the expense of others. 
Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Phil McComber. She's an author, speaker, and education specialist. And to learn more about Phil, you can go to her website at the Cure for the Common Core, that's C-O-R-E, dot com, and that's where you can learn about her IPAC system. So, Phil, you know, during the break, Charlie and I were talking, and we realized that we still had questions. Hmm. So, Charlie, I'm going to let you ask the question that you had, because we were kind of going back and forth on that. So, yeah, no, um, you were talking about learn about it, read about it, write about it, and so on, which is the pact. Mm-hmm. So, um, your approach is to teach the common curriculum differently, not create a new curriculum to teach. Is that true? The learn about it, read about it, write about it, and talk about components of the PACT are the four parts of the Common Core Standards. And the sequence of it is the important part, so that's a really good question. So you're right, it's taking our existing standards, which right now happen to be the controversial Common Core standards, and whether one is for or against the Common Core, it's here right now, right? And we Mm -hmm. need to deal with it. And sequencing the instruction in this simplistic form is a way for students to succeed because that's how everyone's brains work. And if we kind of do it backwards, you can't really talk about something, especially if you were doing, like, say, a talk at a staff meeting in the corporate world or in one of my public speaking events without possibly having some notes to refer on that I wrote about. And I need to make sure that I wrote about them based on some understanding and some research that I read about because it has to be grounded in something that is evidence-based and proven and you know, has some ribs, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I need to make sure that I understand all the vocabulary and what I read about. So I need to make sure I learned all the vocabulary to be able to give my effective talk to talk about. So these four components are extremely important for children of all abilities. And doing it in this sequence is really the key. And it's the recipe for delivering the common core in the school systems. So when you go through the recipe, when you go through the IPACT and the first, and I do really, I'm understanding what you're saying now, and I do really like the sequencing of it because first is learn about what we're going to discuss and then read about it. Because typically, you know, a lot of times I remember we would read about it and then maybe we would talk about it or they talk about it first. And I like the idea of learning about it first so that kind of, I'm assuming piques their interest and then from there deep dive a little bit more then write about it to understand that if you've really got the understanding of what you read 
and then discuss it to really solidify what you've learned. And so does that whole process take place over a semester? Is that how that works? Oh, that's such an excellent question, Eva. Let's take a topic like the solar system, for example. That's not country-specific, right? And Mm -hmm. in fact, in our IPACT app system, we donated 305 activity examples on the solar system so people could see how to use our app system. And so with the solar system, you might have a teacher that's going to cover that topic in science for a month. And so the first week, she says, we're going to do the planets. Let's learn about the eight planets and how they relate in space. And so we're going to learn about them in the first week, and we're going to read about them in the first week. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday might be learn about days, and Thursday and Friday might be read about days. Then we go to week number two. Now that we've learned about and read about the planets, we have some writing projects we're going to do. Everybody's going to pick a planet. You're going to build a model of a planet. You're going to write a report on your planet. That's the write-about, and that might take three days or four days for that student to do in that class. And then at the end of that week, they give oral presentations on their planet. That's their talk-about. So for two weeks, they're learning about it, reading about it, writing about it, and talking about it. And then that teacher says, but there's more on the solar system that we can do. We can now learn about important people in space. And so for two weeks... In week three, they learn about and read about astronauts and astronomers that are very famous. And then the next week, they write about them and give oral presentations on them and talk about them in collaborative discussions. So for that whole month, that teacher delivered the Common Core Standards and the pact of learn about, read about, write about, and talk about on the solar system and space all within that month. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. And I love that style of learning because, so if we could take a step back, how would a teacher teach that now that isn't using the PACT? The way that you described, Eva, the way that your experience was and my experience was where one day we call it popcorn teaching. You know, like the popcorn kernels are just going boom, 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 boom. You know, one day, well, we're going to read about something. And, oh, yeah, now let's take, let's do a little vocabulary game. And, oh, now we're going to go back and now we're going to have to talk about this. And now we're going to go back and do some more writing. And now, oh, by the way, we need to do a vocabulary game. Now let's do this. And it's all over the road as opposed to being on the yellow brick road where you go from one point to the next minus the flying monkeys. You know, and I I love the way you explained it, and I love the system the way you explained it, because it makes it, it sounds really fun. It sounds really fun to first learn about it, then read about it, then you write about it to make sure that you really understand it, and then to get up and give a presentation about it. Wow, I mean, it just hits all these different aspects that kids really struggle with. And just to be able to get up every couple of weeks and talk is a huge thing. I mean, one of the things that I'm teaching is how to help people get over stage fright because we don't really stand up enough and give everybody an opportunity to talk since the time they're small. And I think that that whole methodology of teaching something is so terrific because it makes you really understand it down to the finest level because if you can then write about it and then you can get up and talk about it, 
you really get it. So I would think at test time, it would be easy for them to do well on tests. Absolutely. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think it's because, just to kind of paraphrase and add on to what you're saying, is that it's connect the dots teaching. The kids actually understand why they're doing what they're doing. And that's important to all of us. And especially in the workplace, you know, if I approach a task, I need to understand the value of this and how it's going to impact others because it's all about the contribution. I think when we lose sight of why we're doing what we're doing is when the stress comes in and we misplace our efforts to try to achieve. And teaching children that in the school system is so important. In fact, in a kindergarten class, you know, there's a... Uh, classroom teacher uh, who is a kindergarten teacher by the name of Joanne Sullivan, and she was in uh, Keene, New Hampshire that I was working at, Franklin Elementary School. And she served a range of students in her classroom from the, you know, from those that were, you know, average achievers, so to speak, without placing a label, but more of a descriptive to those with moderate to severe disabilities, even including English language learners from like Mexico, India, Pakistan, Taiwan, Malaysia. And one of the things that we did in Joanne's class is when we got to the talk about module, we said, and remember, you need to say it loud and proud. And other teachers that I've worked with, like Cindy Bunn in that same school district at a different school, we embrace that to say, be proud. How are you feeling about what you have learned and read and wrote? And they all put their muscles up in the air and say, we feel strong, because they do. They, they have a true understanding. And it's a win-win for all, because... I think that the students simply know what to do, how to do it, and then how to share it is what I think we're talking about. And they're actually excited about it. Yeah, and I think that that it is exciting because you learn it on so many different levels, then it's fun to then talk about it, and learning becomes fun. And then also, from a teaching standpoint, you would know right away before a test was even taken within that two-week period, whether or not a child had a good understanding of what was being taught. You would just know right away. You do. And I always say you just have to trust your gut. You know, I've been in the field of education for 27 years, and I do feel that I know what works and what doesn't work in the trenches because I spend a significant amount of time in the classroom actually teaching and mentoring uh, and coaching teachers and solving real problems in schools because I think we all know that in order to solve real problems, you have to be in the location where the problems exist, right? Right. And yeah. It's, you know, so you have to really walk the walk, so to speak. And when you see the connection of these kids, you know, sometimes I will facilitate lessons as opposed to just co-teach them with the classroom mm -hmm. teachers because I'm there to actually model the recommendations that I am making to them. And, you know, all the kids just love being on technology. And, you know, so they're all on our IPACT app system, and we're in the Learn About module, and we're starting to learn about patriotic symbols. And we all put our fingers up in the air, and I say, the reason that we swipe on an iPad is to swipe information into our brain. And all the first graders are putting their finger to their temple every single time that we're doing a vocabulary word. 
it's kinesthetic. It's multisensory. They're engaged in the learning. They're not sitting there going through worksheets. You know, it's it's a terrific way to learn because so many times there are certain kids that are just good learners and other kids that need a different way to learn. And this seems to take into account all the different children and get them engaged. Because once they become engaged, I would think that learning would be much easier for all of them once they get engaged and they're excited about it. Um, it also goes a little further because Phil is also encouraging the passion from the teacher. Right. So, and also empowering the teacher by saying, it's okay to go with your gut, you're a teacher, you know? So let's say in my case, rather than the popcorn teaching, I get to the test and I don't do so well. Early on, maybe the teacher would say, well, Charles, Hollywood is not a planet, right? <laughs> and, you know, that would come out much earlier because when I go and I do my my <laughs> talk about it, right? you know, so uh, my, but my question is, and this is fantastic, by the way, but my question is, who decides how to break it up, how to break the curriculum up into segments to make it easier for the students to learn? Does that make sense? Yes. Meaning who breaks it up into the learn about, read about, write about, and talk about? Yeah, well, in your example, you started with the planets, which was good. Then maybe you go into astronauts, and then maybe you go into stars. I'm saying, who determines that? Typically, the teachers would. And, you know, it's interesting. I was uh, speaking to a group of teachers uh, this past year in one of the courses that I teach on the PACT framework, and I said, you know, the thing we need to remember as teaching staff, when we're looking at those little cherubs looking at us in the classroom, mm -hmm. is that we know our content so well that we forget what it's like to not know it and mm -hmm. teach it for the mm -hmm. first time. I, I'm just loving right? this because the same is true in business. Right. In it is true. Yeah, it is true. And, you know, like 50% of the teachers leave the field of education in the first five years of teaching. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back to that. Um, and uh, I want to come back to this exact spot. Uh, we have to take our second break. Please stay with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie Neva and our very special guest, Phil McComber. We're right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Welcome back, everyone. This is segment three, and we're, we're being um, enlightened educated. and educated by Phil McComber, 
author, speaker, and education specialist who is reinventing how we learn, and that means reinventing how teachers teach. Um, and before the break, we were talking about uh, empowering the teachers with a little bit more leeway on how they present by using the PACT system that you developed. Uh, and that hopefully will give them the incentive to stay in the field because they'll be really participating in the learning of their students, which is fantastic. But uh, I want to go back for a second. Tell us now, so who is your target customer? Would that be teachers? Would that be schools, administrators, all of the above? All of the above, yes. Teaching general classroom teachers of any grade level, including preschool teachers, um, faculty at universities are starting to use the PACT framework as a way to organize the curriculum in their core content classes that they're teaching, both undergraduate and graduate, which is exciting. Yeah, this is, this is way more um, complicated and impactful, not to use your word, than one could imagine. Um, so walk us through the process. I'm a, I'm a teacher and I contact you. What happens next? You're a teacher and you contact me. And there's different types of options. I mean, one, the first thing that you can do is to go to our website. And you mentioned it, Eva, the cure for the common core.com, which points to about the pact. Dot com. That's about, A-B-O-U-T, the, T-H-E, PACT, P-A-C-T, dot com. And you can download the four free sections of my first book, The Power of the PACT, just to get a flavor as to what this is. So that's a real-life resource that you can access. Okay, so first thing would be to go to your website, thecureforthecommoncore.com, and then from there we can link to your uh demo or preview of the pact from your book, which gives an overview of what this process is. Right. And, uh, you know, in addition to that, it, you can also uh, select the tab of the iPact, which is our app system in the Apple App Store, and it describes what that is and how it's helping teachers. That launched live in the Apple App Store uh, mid-October of 2014. So that's Okay, so hold on. In addition to the book, right... Yes. To your book, uh, I have the option or the opportunity to download an app from my Apple. It's Apple only, right? Apple only for an iPad. Okay, iPad so iPad full size. Okay, so I I download that, and what does that give me? I'm a teacher now, right? So what does that give me? That's a good question. It gives you 205 different templates of teaching activities that you could use in your classroom. And remember, Charlie, you had asked me about, you know, how would this be applicable? And Eva mentioned, how would it be applicable to a student of any ability? That's where yeah. the IPACT is really strong because it's not a here an app, there an app, everywhere an app app. It's a system of apps that all connect to each other from learn about, read about, write about, and talk about at different levels for different students. So you could have a teacher using one of these activities 
And there's five different levels of that activity, so each student could be doing the same activity, but at a different level. It is a true way to differentiate and you um, you did some damage with this. This is groundbreaking because one of the questions I had was, how do you keep pace? Right? That's one of the reasons why they break up the classes. True. That um, is and, the reason that they and you kind of yeah. change that, mm-hmm. right? You put yeah, the onus on the teacher, all. and uh, you say, okay, so let's... And you well, know but what? it gives the teacher a tool so that they can do the same activity, but yet at different levels for the different level of student. But everybody's together. You know what I love about that, Phil, is that everybody's together. Because when we go out into the workplace and we go out into the university, everybody becomes one, and we should all be together. And, and right. people working at different levels... But yet everybody's together. So the stronger ones know how to help the little bit weaker ones. And then the weaker ones also show that they have a lot to contribute. Um, uh, here's, here's the thing. Okay. This is what I'm getting here. This is really cool. Um, Phil is empowering the teacher mm-hmm. to try to come up with half the passion she has. So let me give you an example. So now I had these templates in my classroom. I'm a teacher. And I have someone like me, right, with special needs or whatever. And I try this template and I say, you know what, Charles, I think you're doing uh, better than we think. Let's try this template and try to inch you up. Or if I'm struggling, inch me down. And that doesn't have to be special needs. It could be anyone. So the teacher is not just delivering the curriculum and getting the grades and letting the system place the children. The teacher is really involved. In In nurturing. That's what the gift is to this packed approach, right? And Charlie, yeah, you're absolutely spot on with that because, in my opinion, we need to support teachers with a continuum of activities to move their students through, as opposed to a vacuum approach of, oh, we're doing this today. or And then if the student improves, they don't have the next step to go to to move to mastery, because it's about mastery. It's not about regurgitation of information. We're building true understanding of knowledge here so that students have decreased anxiety in the classroom when they have to share what they know about these things. And boy, I'll tell you, if you were to ask teachers why they got into education in the first place, I can guarantee that they will not tell you it was because they were excited about spending their careers preparing students to take standardized tests. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um, Well, but I love what you said about the learning because that's what's so key is that When they have to go through the different phases of the pact, by the time they stand up to talk about it, they really understand it. You don't have to worry, stress about the test because you get it. You get it on such a deep level. If you can get up, if you can, first you read about it, then first you learn about it, then you read about it. But then if you can write about it and then you can get up and talk about it, you get it. But you're also learning. I mean, this you're learning listening skills. Reading skills, writing skills, skills, presentation skills, and, you know, collaborative, comprehensive. I mean, it's... it's. Uh, I want to go back to school and go to an high school. Oh, well, okay, so wait. Let's go back. So 
I I went into the cureforthecommoncore.com. I mm-hmm. looked at the overview of your book. I think it's really cool. Can I purchase the book from your website? Yes. Excellent. So um, that is a must. And now I'm um, saying, hmm, there's an app for that, <laughs> you know, like they say, right? So I'm yeah. looking at this app. So now I have the app. Um, what does that mean to me? Can I download the whole thing where I have templates for each component of the pact? Yes, it's all in one system. And that's why this is a different contribution to the App Store because it's not just one app. It's apps within apps that all connect to each other. So you, the teachers methodically in the app system take a student from learning about it to reading about it, to writing about it, to talking about it. And more importantly, guys, the students can navigate to all those different things by themselves. And from, you know, the teacher prep time, you know, our class sizes are increasing. And every school year, there's a new initiative that staff need to attempt to implement. You know, they rarely get time to collaborate with each other to be on the same page. And they don't even get lunch breaks, right? And so we need to be able to give teachers tools that streamline their lesson planning and decrease their content creation time is what I call it. So I need to be able to take a a flashcard set that I do on the solar system on the planets and in a second turn it into a dictionary for a child because that child might need to do a page-turning kind of uh, activity like a dictionary would be versus flashcards that flip. And then I want to turn it into a glossary in a second and be able to say, wow, I, w- I need to see everything in a list. And some kids could see two at a time on a list and other kids could see four at a time on a list. But that teacher needs to be able to quickly do activities and convert them and even clone them to differentiate up and differentiate down for whatever student they need. And now so, our kind of this, curriculum. This is, um, this is kind of what I was thinking when we met. I was like, huh? But what I'm realizing, you know, <laughs> you covertly are, uh, it's, it's sort of my leading from the bottom technique. You're, Really, your objective, your only objective is to help the people learning that are learning the, you know, so they become better students, smarter, more contributing, better hope for our future. Well, and if I'm also understanding you correctly, Phil, it's also really assisting the teacher to help teach and not just do all this Paperwork that right. they typically so, have to exactly. do. So, exactly. So they focus on the teaching. In order to, in order for these students to learn better, she has to make it so that the teachers can deliver and be empowered and be proud about what they're delivering. If you're asking the, the student to speak proudly, you have to, as a teacher, deliver proudly, right? So you deliver proudly because now you have an active role in this process. I mean, uh, this That's is uh, this should be on uh, CNN tonight, you know. Thank you. You know, hmm. teachers are now focusing their time better, streamlining their time, organizing their time, 
And now they can reach students of all abilities that we just talked about, right, in their classroom. They can build solid understanding of whatever material that they're teaching, and then they do this in a way that they're delivering the Common Core Standards, but doing it in a way that is not teaching to the test. It's true through meaningful curriculum materials. And they can use materials that they have in their own classroom and not purchase any resources for the Right. Classroom. No, I get it. I get it now. It's yeah. unbelievable. This and is a fantastic so thing. Yeah. And, you know, the way that the workplace in education, in my opinion, affects many more people than those in the teaching profession is that the effectiveness of our teachers impacts the children in our world, right? Which yes. is a concern of everyone who is a parent, a guardian, or who has children who are close to them and that they care about. Yes. But this is our future, and yes. we lead by example. Um, no, this is great. Uh, we're going to take our final break, but we have a lot more to discuss. You know, I always say, I always repeat a line from a favorite song of mine, and I always say, in my world, teachers make more than baseball players. Um, and with uh, uh, software and systems like what you developed, um, it would be a no-brainer. So uh, this is fantastic. Stay with us. Corporate Talk with John and Eva. We'll be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on talkzone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we're having a great conversation today with our guest, Phil McComer, and you can learn more about Phil at the Cure for the Common Core, C-O-R-E dot com. And from there, you will then go to aboutthepact.com so you can learn about her PAC system. Also, you can um, get the book, The Power of the Pact. Um, is it at, on Amazon, Phil? It is on our website at aboutthepact.com under the store tab. Okay, perfect. 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 And so... Phil, I've been loving this conversation, and as you can tell, you know, Charlie and I are getting a little animated about it and are having a hard time even letting you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering, how did you develop this? Because it's it's simple in its execution, but yet I know that there's so much research that went behind it in order for you to execute this. So how did you come up with this system? Because it's really cool. Well, how I came up with it, it's a very good question. You know, I was at, I was teaching at my national convention in Orlando back in 2009, and I was approached by the managing editor of one of my clinical publications called Closing the Gap Solutions, and I love the concept, Closing the Gap, because that's what we're talking about here today, mm-hmm. right? 
bridging the gap, closing the gap between gen ed, special ed, getting everybody on the same page. And she had asked me to write an article to contribute to their publication, and we were trying to narrow the focus of what that would be. And she said to me, you know how you have a defining moment in your life and you, you just remember it because it changes your life? This was one of those for me. She looked at me and she said, her name's Meg Turek, she looked at me and she said, Phil, write about something that you're passionate about. And one of the things that I am passionate about is supporting teachers who want to spend time making a difference in the field and being able to reach and teach each student in a busy school day with something that's doable and practical, not mm -hmm. lofty, not an, here an initiative, there an initiative, everywhere an initiative, something that has substance. And in order to do that, I think it needs to be easy and comprehensive. And that article birthed the PACT framework. And I took everything that I did over the years that I had been in the field since 1988 and said what I had said to you early on in the program that you can't talk about something unless you have like a visual roadmap to kind of follow, which is the write about, and then backward chaining it to read about and backward chaining it to learn about. And those four components I felt needed to be real family friendly because I'm a big believer in family centered practice. In fact, I encourage people. I love talking with people and, you know, would love to pass on my phone number uh, to to donate phone conference time to chat with people about this. This is my life's work, and this is really making a difference. And I'm so compelled to share this with anyone that wants to improve education. And so that's how it started back in 2009. And then in 2010, I, I launched a five-city New England tour on the project and taught seminars and did six national presentations, wrote the first book, came out with a multimedia system, and onward we go. And, you know, it's been – I've had the opportunity to travel both in the United States and in parts of Canada and truly, regardless of postal code, the same problems really exist everywhere. And I really believe that people want to succeed, but they need to be given the tools in order to do it. And, you know, one of the biggest compliments people have paid me, and I'm very grateful for it, is they will say, Phil, you're so inspiring to me. And Charlie and Eva, I want to be more than inspiring to people. I want to empower them. And empowerment to me is taking inspiration and putting it into a doable action plan. And that's what the PACT is. It's a doable action plan for education. It is our solution for education today. I love that it's, um, like you say, you'll keep the teachers from leaving the system out of, yeah. you know, frustration or whatever. And this is such a great way to keep them because we need them, you know. Well, because when you have engaged students, you know, when the teacher is engaged, the students are engaged and everybody's happy. You know, I mean, it would just seem that it would it would be so empowering, as you said, you want to empower everyone. It must be so empowering for the teacher. And then it must be so gratifying to see the kids really involved and growing from it and embracing the different subjects and really loving to come to school. It must yeah. make such a difference. 
You know, and it does, it's all about the making a difference, right? I mean, that's your platform, which is why yeah. I connected so immediately with you when I met you in New York. And it's, you know, making a difference is a big part of how I was raised. My Both my sister and I are adopted, and I remember my mom sharing with me when I was little that uh, the reason that she adopted both me and my sister was to make a difference. And that was their way of making a difference. And boy, did they make a difference in my life. And I really feel that this has been a driving force in, you know, my own life's path to better contribute and to serve others in life. In fact, the name of my company is Make a Difference Incorporated. And I really am tireless with being able to support the millions of educators and teachers around the world that really strive to do that very thing because that's why they got into teaching to begin with. Well, and it just, when you said, you know, that's why they got into teaching to begin with, it's so true. I mean, whenever you talk to someone that's a teacher, you can tell that they just get so tired of the way the classroom is being run now. And this is a way to empower them and empower the students and everybody working together that can then take this work into the bis- into businesses, into homes. I mean, it just makes such a difference when you have happy teachers and happy students. It just has to make a difference, even in the economy, eventually. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. make it's a, a difference tsunami. Yeah, right. It yeah. changes the world. You're changing the world. That's why we're so animated, uh, Phil, because this is uh, bigger than, say, someone promoting a book. This is much more than that. I mean, this work is phenomenal. We have some teachers, and we're doing a we're going to deliver this right to their door um, and get them uh, on board so they can uh, help uh, promote this. And Phil, why don't you share your contact information then as well for any teachers that are out there that would like to reach out? Sure, uh, you can go to our website aboutthepact.com. That's about the pact p a c t dot com. And, or you can email me directly, phil, P-H-Y-L, at aboutthepack.com. That's phil, P-H-Y-L, at aboutthepack.com. Or you can phone me, because like I said, I love talking with people, and I donate a significant amount of time each year doing free phone conferences. And that office number is 802-484-3537. And you can also become a part of our Facebook community at evidence-based teaching the pact. You know, um, for we just completed a two-year research study on the pact framework across North America. We had 18 research sites. And boy, I'll tell you, it's been an interesting journey with the results. Because whether it was a preschool or a charter school or a traditional public school, regardless of the setting, we found two things that consistently were the results. Learners are learning faster because mm. of the consistent activities that they're, that they're using. And teachers' prep time drastically decreased. Hands down, those are the results. And that's validating to me. Although that was in my mind saying, of course that would be the case. We now have the evidence, not just the fieldwork success, but now the research behind that. And so um, it's very yeah. gratifying. Unbelievable. Uh, we are at zero. We are completely out of time. Phil, we would love to stay in touch and we would love to have you back 
We're not done yet. This is a great thing. You did phenomenal work here. It was a pleasure having you on. Okay, and, it's a pleasure uh, to be with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you, Phil. This was amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, unbelievable. Yes, and again, for everyone, the website is the Cure for the Common Core, C-O-R-E dot com, and from there you can go um, to aboutthepact.com where you can also purchase the book. You know, and our, our thanks to Phil for being here today and sharing this message because I think it's terrific. I mean, we have to really educate I agree. Our children. We'll be sharing this the way we do that. through our fan page as well. So yes. uh, great work. Good luck. Great show. Um, thanks, everyone. We'll see you guys next week. And thanks to our producer, Dave Olson. Yep. Have a great week, everyone. Take care.